Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? Oh, what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er oh, the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets Oh, say does that star-spangled yet O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave Kelly Clarkson with the national anthem this morning. Here we go. Marty Riddle, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right. Two fathers and two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How? Two fathers, two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How is this? <laughs> My go to answer, I feel like, really works for this one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
No. I win. <laughs> the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. There's yes. three in one right there, right? So you kind of... <laughs> two fathers and two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How does not Jesus? So let's take that one off the list. Dang it. All right. Although he deserves to be right there at the top. No, not uh, not the answer to this one. All right. Uh, think about it. If you think you know, you can text us at 22108. We'll get you the answer in six minutes. Hang on. We were counting one star and... Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Oh, were you able to figure out the morning riddle? A lot of you were. I am having a tough time trying to find an incorrect guest coming in on text at 22108. Okay. Did you come up with a guest? I do. Okay. I do have a guest. Maybe it's right then. I mean, I, I like I said, I'm having a tough time trying to find an incorrect guest. Oh, wow. Of the hundreds of texts that came in. Um, that always makes me nervous. <laughs> I know, right? Um, all right, here is the morning riddle. I'll be the one person who gets it wrong. That would be rough. <laughs> that means a dunce cap right in the corner, yeah. right? Yeah. Put your nose in the corner. <laughs> uh, two father and two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How is this? Two fathers, two sons in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How is this, Cheyenne? Um, is the second father a male dog? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> is the second father a male dog? So you're considering him who's already one of the fathers, puppies. but three people because the fourth is a dog. Exactly. So that's your mindset. Okay, no, that's not right. Oh. Is it um, sunlight? <laughs> is it what? Sunlight? Sun sunlight? Yeah, two suns. You didn't say what how the sun was spelled. Hey, it's true, but it is S O N S. I had a couple routes to go, okay? <laughs> Both incorrect. Oh. Two fathers, two sons in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How is this? They are a grandfather, a father, and a son. Okay, two fathers, the oh, grandfather and the father. gotcha. The father is also the son to the grandfather, and then that oh, father's okay. son is there too. Right, two fathers, two sons. Uh, like I said, it looks like everybody got it correct. So if you, if you did, if you texted in, you probably were right. So there you go. <laughs> uh, morning Riddle every week to morning at 6 here on uh, Camel Country. I feel like uh, I thought way too much about that. I think you did. Yeah, a lot of these you just can't think too hard about it, you know? I put a lot of brain power into that one. <laughs> All right, we'll do it again tomorrow morning at 6. Uh, I'm still seeing a lot of text messages, people wondering if my wife is pregnant. The answer to that is no. And, uh, yeah, she finally, what she was late for, hit last night. We'll leave it at that, right? Yeah. Uh, the big reveal video, though, is to, you know, her taking the pregnancy test, us trying to put the um, stress and anxiety of her possibly being pregnant behind us. Uh, our attempt to do that was to get that pregnancy test, and she took it. The big reveal video. I uh, can check it out on Instagram right now, at KMLE1079. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, Thor is in some trouble, Cheyenne. Chris Why? Hemsworth uh, is who plays Thor, and uh, him and his wife, Elsa. <laughs> Wait, his wife's name is Elsa? Elsa Pataki, I think is how you say that oh, last name. Okay. They're catching some heat for supposedly abusing their son. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and it's a social media post, which we'll dive into here in just a moment. But can we back up and Thor's wife's name is Elsa? That's kind of amazing. <laughs> I wonder if she... Let's it go when they get into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Will she uh, let go of the criticism here? Let it go. Let it go. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Thor, but that's funny. So, you know, back to why they're kind of catching some heat here. Uh -huh. uh, their twin sons, Sasha and Tristan, recently turned nine. And Chris posted a picture from the birthday celebration, a picture from the birthday celebration that bothered a lot of people. Why? It showed Elsa. Showing, Stop. you were waiting for that moment. <laughs> it showed Elsa shoving one of the kids' faces into his birthday cake while everybody else laughed. Uh, the caption on the photo, like it wasn't even an action. It wasn't even like her hand on the back of his head. Bring that, yeah. You know, it wasn't even like that. It was just his face with her hand on the back of his head. Uh, the caption on this picture says, "Only one way to eat cake in this house, and that's to have mom slam your head into it face first. Uh, it says, hey, mom, I don't like chocolate cake. I prefer vanilla. Oh, really, son? What about now? <laughs> okay. That's the caption on the photo. He's uh -huh. standing there with his hands on his hips, just kind of with a big old smile on his face, watching it go down. <laughs> Commenters called it violent, unfunny, and even likened it to, to abuse. Okay. Oh, others, others came to Thor and Elsa's defense. Uh -huh. uh, quote, violent, it's a bit of a play. 
it's a bit of play. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's just play. Uh, just basic, just basic humor. They look like they're having a good time together. Those are just quotes from some of the comments. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look at that photo, Cheyenne. You call that abuse? No. No. If it was, we did a lot of abuse in my family. Yeah, right? Like, my dad shoved my head in my face at 21. Shoved your head in your face? My head, my my face in my cake. <laughs> my face. Wow, I'd like to really see your head being shoved right into your face. It's a, it's a weird would, situation, yeah, to be I, honest. I kind of would call that abuse. I really would. No, my head into my, like, my face into my cake yeah. on my 21st birthday. Like, that's not abuse. But, I mean, pranks happen all the time, you know? Yeah. And, I mean... You know, I pull pranks on my daughters all the time. You know, and I think we all do as parents. You go ha- have fun with your kids. No, you know, I'm not a prankster. You're not a prankster. No. So your dad shoved your face into a cake, but you've never done that to your son. I've never done that to either of my kids. Uh. Uh-uh. You never grabbed your kids' glasses and ran around the house. Come get them. Come get them. Nope. Or held them up high. Jump high, little man. I Jump don't high. Really get consider your- that a prank, <laughs> right? Like pranks to me I- are not that. Like, so, I don't even think that this is a prank. Yeah, putting a face at a cake. Yeah. It's just some play, as somebody would say. Um, Yeah, I think it's just humor. Yeah. You know, if you go to Chris Hemsworth's Instagram, I guess that's what happens when you have 56.4 million people following you. There's always going to be some that are griping. Oh, my gosh. You know? I mean, you can't please everybody. But uh, can we all agree to uh, just... Let it go. All right, so now I want to ask the question here, though. Have you ever pranked someone expecting them to laugh, but it only caused turmoil? What did you do? Like, what was that prank? So, you know, especially around April Fool's Uh Day, which is just around the corner. A lot of us try to think out pranks. Um, I don't do them anymore on the radio. I've heard of way too many things going wrong when it comes to trying to prank people on the radio. And, you know, aside from my love you, man calls. But I mean, like trying to do something (laughs) in the community. Yeah, You know, the last time I pulled a prank on the radio was uh, Tri-Cities, Washington. They have a big mountain called... Um, Badger Mountain. Badger Mountain. You know, just like Camelback. Mm-hmm. You know, and we pulled this whole prank saying that the city put out a letter that they're going to demolish um, uh, Badger Mountain and put in a new housing complex. Now, Badger is like the Camelback <laughs> of that area. Right? Yeah, Everybody loves to hike it. Yeah. So we made up this fake letter and everything else. And yeah, it caused a little bit of turmoil, Cheyenne. <laughs> Oh, a little geez. bit of turmoil. There's people that did not even listen to the show or the radio station that were, you know, being Karens about the whole situation, you know? <laughs> no offense. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I know. It's just a prank. I yeah. mean, you, come on. Think about Camelback. You think they're going to bring excavation vehicles in there and just demolish <laughs> just that thing? Just take it all down? Yeah. No. Badger was the Camelback of that area. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> people are angry. It was April 1st. <laughs> Don't ever, you just, that's the problem with April 1st and like having to give genuine news is you can't because yeah. nobody should believe yeah, you. exactly right. So did you try and pull an April Fool's prank? Did you try and pull a prank in general and it just caused turmoil? What did you do? Love to hear the story. You can text us at 22108. We're going to get to your text coming up. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, have you ever pulled a prank that uh, kind of caused turmoil in uh, your relationship, caused turmoil on social media with a bunch of backlash? Uh, it's what happened to Chris Hemsworth and his wife, Elsa. Uh, they were celebrating their kid's birthday, and uh, they posted a photo on uh, Chris's Instagram uh, of uh, Elsa, Chris's wife, Thor's wife, uh, shoving their son's face into his birthday cake. People thought it was violent and abusive. But others think they were just having fun, which is probably what they were doing. Yeah, for sure. You know, just a, just a harmless little prank. I don't really know anybody who goes out of their way to post pictures of them abusing their children. And it was a picture. It was yeah. like the video where like they shoved his face in there and he's like, yeah. you know, it was a picture. It was truly violent. Like his yeah. nose didn't get broken. I'm sure it was just a face and right back up. Yeah. Right. And he probably was like, ha ha, you probably having fun with it and laughing. Yeah. It was fun. Your family. You, you know, it was a joke. People were going a little too too much on that picture, you know. Jeez. So that's that's uh, where we're at today, you know. And, and right now, asking the question, did you ever prank someone expecting them to laugh and everybody to laugh? 
only it caused turmoil. What'd you do? Uh, text your Kevin in at 22108. There's a text uh, that's pointing out, uh, text at the 602, about the face of the cake thing. What about the wedding receptions when spouses shove cake at each other's faces? Is that spousal abuse? Oh, geez, Louise. Well, some people might say that, <laughs> you know, that the commented on this photo from Chris Hemsworth. For nearly on that spousal abuse. <laughs> Not that spousal abuse is funny. We're not laughing about that. No. Yeah. I mean, you you lived it. You know yes. it's not funny. Yes. Um, uh, text of the 480. My brother and I pranked our mom. We were playing across the street and our neighbor had a bottle of fake blood. We poured it over my leg and my brother carried me home. I was screaming. My mom came running out and started frantically cleaning it. We started laughing when she got out the peroxide. Uh, no. Where does this one end? Hang on. I got to know. Oh, oh, but there was no cut there. But, okay, but <laughs> right. You know, hence the fake blood. It's but funny did, in like us hearing it. But as a mom. Yeah. Oh. See, I, I just don't know how I re- would react. Like if my, if my daughter came home bleeding like that, you know, yeah. your parents instant reaction is to go care for your child. And then if you're really genuinely in that panicked mode and then they just start laughing, how oh. would you react? Um, I would tell you how I would react, except I feel like people would come for me. Would you cause real blood, Cheyenne? <laughs> <laughs> Text the 480. I had just started a new career as a firefighter. Pranks were happening on a daily basis. I decided to grab one of my buddy's keys and throw them in a Kleenex box and see how long it would take for him to find them. Oh, no. The next morning, I left work and a search ensued. Little did I know that he was going to throw the Kleenex box in the trash and take it all out to the dumpster. I came back to work on the next shift to find out the battalion chief had to climb into the dumpster to get him his keys. (laughs) Needless to say, it did not end well for me. Wow. (laughs) Text the 480. I played an April Fool's joke on my six-year-old. I told him that we were going to take him to Disneyland, and when he found out it was a joke, he started crying. And it definitely caused turmoil, and I got a lot of backlash on social media. Yeah, that's... I, I couldn't do there that. There is a video that I have. I just can't find it. It was from when my daughter was three, and she just was not going to give up the binky. Remember the, oh, binky, yes. the binky monster? The binky monster. Yeah, my, my wife was videotaping this, and I'm sure if I would have posted it to social media, I would have gotten some backlash. Yeah. Right? But I put on this scary wolf mask, and I came creeping in, took the, uh, took the pacifier out of her mouth, and I left. And then I put the mask away and everything. And came back out. Hey, what's going on? And, and, you know, <laughs> and my three-year-old, yeah. I'm like, what happened? You know, and she's like, We're the beekeeper. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, do we? I, I gotta go get the binky monster if you want your binky back. She's like, no, no. You know, that's <laughs> weird because that's and, what she sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it, you know, she. But that was all on video, uh-huh. and I'm sure it would have caused turmoil and, and a lot of backlash on social media. But it worked, and she's doing just fine today. Yeah, yeah, she's you know? doing. Does she remember that? No, not no, at all. I've definitely brought it up to her, and I can't find that video for the life of me. There was a time when I went from the iPhone to the Android, back to the iPhone, and it was when I was on the Android, and that's why I hate Android. Apple added to the connected. list of reasons. Yeah, added to the list of reasons. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, but what prank did you pull that kind of just caused turmoil? It wasn't as funny. It didn't go off as well as you thought it would. You know, text us your story at two two one away. We're gonna get to more coming up next. You're on Camel. You better take your Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Ooh. Well, did you ever prank someone expecting them to laugh? And it only caused turmoil. What'd you do? You know, pranks are supposed to be lighthearted. They're supposed to be fun. You pull a prank on somebody, you're supposed to laugh together over it, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh, in the case of Chris Hemsworth and his wife, uh, they posted a photo uh, shoving of them shoving their son's face into his birthday cake. Some people thought it was violent and abusive, but others thought they were just having fun, which, assumingly, that's what they were doing. Right. I don't think they'd openly go post pictures of them abusing no. their child. I know. I mean, even the photo is his cake or his face in the cake. I'm sure his face came right out of there. They were trying to suffocate him with the cake. Yeah. It wasn't abuse. It was just fun. He's like, I like I like vanilla cake, but this is chocolate cake. Take this. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's a prank. Yeah. Just parents having fun with their kids. So has this happened to you, though? Are you, have you had to deal with what Chris Hensworth and his wife Elsa had to deal with? with just turmoil over just an innocent prank. 
Uh, I'll get to a few more of these texts here, and then uh, we'll kind of move on. Texts are coming in at 22108. Uh, text of the 574, I zip-tied my boss's drive shaft. I almost lost my job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what a drive shaft is, but I feel like it's important, so maybe you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, text at the 602. During Christmas, we wrapped empty boxes and threw them in the fire when our <gasps> nephew was misbehaving. When he began to cry, we felt miserable and won't use that oh, prank again. Oh, my gosh. That one almost works, though. That one that one works. I mean, how is, that, how is that abuse, first of all? Okay. I mean, yeah, you feel bad. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're a parent, you know, you, you want your kids to act good. Right. Right? You don't want them to misbehave. So... There's things that us as parents, we do to try and get them to behave. Take their tablets away, you know, the, you know, entice them with candy. Yeah. We're going to go to McDonald's and get a happy meal. If you go an entire day, being good. You know, there's things that we do. Um, what are those? You know, especially around Christmas time, you misbehave, we're getting rid of a toy. So you wrap an empty box and throw it in the fireplace. And they thought, what are their toys with the fireplace? <laughs> it's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Well, I can see how you would feel bad if your kid starts bawling. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, text at the 602. I put salt in the sugar container. My dad got pissed, found no humor in it, ruined his coffee. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... That is a funny brain. It's, it's funny. You just pour it out, you yeah. know, make a new one. But I guess first thing in the morning, you know, Yeah, that's not something you want to deal with. Especially somebody who uh, is not a morning person. Right. You got to have that coffee in their system before you even talk to them. Don't mess with their coffee. <laughs> uh, text of the 480. When I was five years old, I super glued my sister's nose because she used or she stole my Barbie. Needless to say, I got in a lot of trouble and my sister had to go to the ER in order for them to open her nose back up. Oh, my gosh. So she was a mouth breather up until that point? <laughs> <laughs> the cotton mouth. Oh, that'd be terrible. It's like having a permanent cold. Yeah. So you, you pin her down. I yeah. got questions. I got questions. I'm trying to envision this thing going down. Was she sleeping? I don't understand. My wife's got like this little nose that if she like breathes in real like hard up her nose, she can seal her uh, nostrils shut just like serious? just for a few moments, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, and it seals shut. I would imagine it, it, I can't looks, do that. it would look just like that with your... Uh, Nostril super glued <laughs> shut. Uh, text of the 203. And my friend left her computer open and I went into her Facebook account posting that I was the best friend she's ever had. And she's so thankful for me. Well, her best, real best friend and the whole family got so upset with her. They were all fighting. Needless to say, she unfriended me. See, those little Facebook pranks wow. are kind of cool. I, I think those are funny. Those are funny. Yeah, especially the ones like when you, it didn't happen to me. It happened to somebody, I think a mutual friend of ours, Cheyenne. I'm trying to remember who this happened to. But uh, it basically said I took a Mondo poo just a few minutes ago or something like that. <laughs> something you definitely wouldn't share on Facebook, but you leave your Facebook open. You go in there and do yeah. a little status update. That's funny. Well, maybe don't leave your Facebook open. I know. And exactly. you do every day. I do? Yeah. Oh, I guess I do. When I, Watch yeah. your back. All right. Well, if you want to Just let, kidding. I don't like You want to let people know that I took a Mondo poo this morning? You did, you're just speaking the truth there, Cheyenne. <laughs> hey, I was letting the public know. He's regular. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Here's Cody Johnson. You can tell. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Tim McGraw is in on that song with Florida Georgia Line there. May we all. Tim McGraw, he recently uh, mentioned what he has on his tour rider, uh-huh. which, you know, I mean, us being within the industry, we kind of know what that is. Uh, for those that don't know, a, a tour rider is basically a request that you make of the venue or the promoter or whoever that this is what you want in your green room, in your dressing room that you want to consume and enjoy prior to the show or after the show, right? Right. So if somebody locks him down for a concert, you know, like, uh, I think it was part of Boots at the Park a while back. Those people at Boots at the Park wanted to make sure, or they had to, have these items in his dressing room. What would you assume was on Tim uh, McGraw's uh, tour rider, Cheyenne? Um, I would say kale. Because <laughs> he's so fit. Yeah. Um, some form of exercise equipment and lots of water. Um, Kale is not on the list. Okay. And it might surprise you. Here, here's some audio from uh, oh, okay. Tim talking about it. All right, here we go. I like the peanut M&Ms. And uh, I like those Mexican Cokes that come in the bottle. Love those things. Uh, 
and then probably some a tuna sandwich and muscle milk. There's still stuff on there that shows up that I don't never touch. <laughs> Just haven't updated the rider. It's actually a uh, Zoom conversation, but uh, muscle milk, a tuna sandwich, bottled Coke from Mexico that have the real sugar, uh-huh. and uh, peanut M&Ms. That's not too bad. No. What would be on your tour rider? Like if uh, you were touring Cheyenne, uh, you know, doing little stadium tours like Taylor <laughs> Swift did. You know, what is on what is on your rider backstage at State Farm Stadium? Um, I think on my rider, I would have, I would need chocolate covered almonds. Okay. Um, some Skittles, carrots. Those are all my favorite things, by the way. Um, and then like a set of 25 pound dumbbells because there's nothing like a good pump. <laughs> Before you go do anything, like you want to look good, right? So you don't want that on the tour bus. You just want the the stadium to provide that for you. I know. I want it on the tour bus, but I need it in my uh, room so that I can like do a couple sets before I go on stage. So yeah. I got a, a current good pump, and I look good when I go out on stage. <laughs> Those pythons on your on your arms, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people got tickets to the show. The gun show. They're, they're, they're there to see Cheyenne. They're also there for the gun show. How about that? <laughs> got to give the people what they want. What would you assume on my rider? Um, Vodka. Yeah, I, I wouldn't drink it before the show. I, I, I just have an issue with, like, consuming alcohol. Like, I, I the first, I feel great, uh-huh. but I'm so airheady. You That's know, once, valid. Yeah, you know, once I once I have that first, uh, first drink, you um, know, I'm not as sharp. Other than that, I would say if without having braces on, peanut M and M's. Yeah, I still eat those though. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, um, it would be peanut M and M's in there. Watermelon monsters. No, that'd be my wife. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know your wife very well. <laughs> <laughs> You're one and the same. I don't know what else. Um, it would be peanut uh, M and M's. Uh-huh. It would be vodka with Sprite Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Food wise, peanut M and M's. You know, I, I, I just hate eating in front of people. You know, I, I guess it would be something different, you know, if I was in my dressing room and nobody around. Maybe like a, uh, a meat platter, just something light. Yeah. You know, I'm not asking for a steak. Like a, wall, and a big old fat wall burger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and some roast beef. And my kick lately has been uh, roast beef and I get the hoagie rolls and then they sell the Arby sauce at the grocery <laughs> store now. And so I'll go home after the show and I'll make a roast beef sandwich. I'll just sit there on the couch and I'll just, you know, put some Arby sauce on there to bite. <laughs> More Arby sauce to bite. does not surprise me. You go on food kicks. Like, I do. For whatever reason. And there's got to be a name for it. So if you know it, text it to us. But like you, when you find something that you like, you full on binge I do. it. I do. I went to One Stop Nutrition yesterday on the way to our, our Gila event. And the guy who... That was there. He's like, long time no see. It was like a, it's been months since I've been in there, but there was a good like five, six months where I went every single day for that PB and J smoothie. Yeah, every single day. And then the, the, it's been months since I've been in there. And I he's wonder like, why you're like that? I don't know. I just find something I like and I go hard. Cutter, why are you the yeah, way that yeah, you are? I have no idea. I got to go talk to a psychologist probably. <laughs> I don't know. But right now, roast beef sandwiches and RV sauce. With that, I'm on my tour. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, how we roll is getting y'all hooked up and squared away with Country Thunder tickets. Still waiting on Gabriella Babea of uh, Glendale. Uh, still a couple minutes left for you, Gabriella, to get in before the 10-minute deadline. 602-894-5653. 602-894-5653. Holla uh, back at us with this Country Thunder. Holla back. If you are not in to win... Uh, we don't have your name yet. Head to our website, kmle1079.com, and it could be your name that is announced coming up at 920 this morning. Uh, Cheyenne, you had said something in passing uh, the other day that kind of um, kind of threw me for a loop. Your son is six, uh-huh. right? He's in yeah. first grade? He's in kindergarten. He's in kindergarten. Uh-huh. Even crazier. You had mentioned that he's got homework coming back. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's you're spending like an hour a night. On homework for a kindergartner. Dude, he came home with six front and back pages of homework last night. Oh, okay, so what is there an explanation from the teacher as to why they're sending homework home with kindergartners? I I mean, I would just assume that they just have homework. You know, just I grew up having homework my entire life. So it's not weird to me that he has okay. homework. What's weird is the amount of homework and how much effort I have to put in to get his homework done, to help him yeah. get his homework done. Because, like, here's the thing. 
I understand that parents need to do their part in helping raise the kids and teaching them and, you know, doing their part at home and reading and all the things. I understand that. But he has so much homework and it's at such a higher level than what he can do by himself. It's not Easton has homework. Easton and mom have homework. <laughs> all right. So is it so you said it's above a kindergarten grade level homework? I mean, I think it is personally. Okay. Um, but again, Easton went into his current school from another school that didn't really have him where he needed to be. So it could just be that Easton himself is behind. Uh-huh. But the teacher said he's doing fine. So I'm very confused as to what's is happening here. Is it because here. mom is doing his homework? No. <laughs> and the problem, the problem is, is that I want him to do his homework, right? And right. I want him to learn and I want him to be much smarter than I ever was. But I get so frustrated trying to help him with his homework. Like, What is an example of a uh, a question on the homework that you kind of feel is above his level? Well, right now he's just, they're really working on um, like reading and phonograms. Do you, do you know what a phonogram is? Mm. No. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I had no idea I had it's to Google P-H-O-N-O, it. H-O-N-O, right? Phonograms? Yeah, phonograms. Yeah. And basically what they are, I mean, I'm, I don't know if this is going to be the right definition, but like when T and H are together, what sound do they make? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The so sound. a symbol representing a vocal sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know what that was. So I had to learn what phonograms were to be able to teach him that that's what it was. Like, I know. So the paper just had a bunch of letters on it. It does. And you it, had to assume what a phonogram was. I, was yeah. Making, okay. So like I had to like, so he'll have, he'll have to write out his phonograms and like sound them out. But sometimes I just know, I'm just, it's just I just know words, right? Yeah. I don't know what that phonogram sounds like. So then I had to download an app on my phone that was specifically for phonograms. <laughs> and I've been doing them with him so that I can help him. And I, it's, and he gets frustrated. So I get frustrated. So finally, not last night, but because I, I made, I made the sitter do his homework with him last night because uh, we had Gila. But the night before, so on Tuesday, he didn't finish one of his assignments because we got halfway through it and he was so frustrated and I was just, <laughs> I was so frustrated. And also I'm trying to prep for the next, for our show yeah. the next day while I'm trying to help him do his homework. Yeah. We I spent did, an hour on homework. Homework is an interesting thing. And I think, I honestly think kindergarten's a little early for the uh, the homework. Like my daughters, I got a first grader and a uh, uh, the fifth grader. Uh-huh. And even the fifth grader didn't have homework. The teacher has said has said at the beginning of the year, I'm not assigning you homework. You have we have the work in the classroom. The only reason you would have homework is if you did not get your work done in the classroom. Right? So it, it's kind of interesting like how each individual teacher handles the homework situation. Yeah. Same when I was growing up. I mean, you had homework growing up, but I mean it wasn't every teacher. So for the teachers listening right now, I'm kind of curious what your stance is on homework. Why do you assign it? Why don't you assign it? You know, what? what is the mentality there? Because, I mean, is it, I can't imagine it's forced in the curriculum to give kids homework. Or is it? I don't, I don't have an answer to that. I don't have any clue. Or is it a mentality thing with the teachers, you know, that, hey, if I got to do a little bit of work after school, I'm going to make sure the kids have to do work after school. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things. Like, yeah. How come the kids going to go home and play video games and I got to sit here and do work? <laughs> no, I'm going to sign them homework. You know, that may not be the case with every teacher. Yeah. Maybe, you know, in one individual teacher somewhere, you know, or maybe that's not even the thought of any teacher. I have no idea. I've never been a teacher. Yeah, I have no clue. I've just been assigned homework at times, you know, and none of my daughters, uh, both of them have not had homework in the last two years. Two years? Two years. They never come home with homework. Oh my gosh. And we have verified with the teacher that there is no homework. It's right, because like you want that, to act. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. All like, you know, I was like, Kaylin, you got homework today? No. You know, it's not just her hiding in her backpack. No. Easton does that. The teacher, My six-year-old does oh, yeah. that. Oh, I mean, yeah. Especially if it's a struggle like you described. Yeah. I do and the it same is, thing. It's hard. I and I love his school. Don't get me wrong. I love his school. His teacher's great. But, oh, I need help. All right. So what is the mentality, teachers? Like, what what is it with the homework, you know? Why do you assign it? You have to. <laughs> can you just stop? Yeah, what, what is the, yeah. <laughs> Why we, am I doing homework? Can we all just like <laughs> say no more homework? You know, text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. What is the mentality with homework? If you're a teacher, how, can you explain this to us? 
You know, because I mean, in high school, you just kind of in, in junior high and, you know, I guess as young as kindergarten these days, you know, and I guess preschool. There was a text coming in that says that their preschool kid has homework. Like, that's, that's early, man. That's way too young for homework, don't I think you think? So. I, I personally think so, but maybe there's a reason for it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe kindergarten, preschool teachers figure that the kid is going to have a lot more focus at home, you know, as opposed to in the classroom when they're with a bunch of other kids. I don't, I don't know. What I can tell you, though, is I'm borderline to the point where I want to hire, like, an in-home tutor <laughs> to come and do Easton's homework with him. Or just get him out of Legacy School, Cheyenne. No, uh, I a lot love of, Legacy. I know. There's a lot of texts coming in saying, oh, he must go to Legacy. <laughs> With that homework. And uh, you guys getting frustrated over the kind of homework that and the amount of homework that he gets. Yeah, I do. I, Legacy has done amazing things, Easton. And I do plan on keeping him there because he was so behind and they've done a great job bringing him up to speed. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but what is the mentality, you know, with homework? You know, it, my, my daughters, they don't have homework. If they don't get the work done in the classroom in the time allotted, then you get homework. Because if you didn't get it done, you're probably goofing around. So that's your yeah. own fault. Take the work home, get it done at home, bring it back the next day. That's the only reason my daughters have homework. And that, that's coming from the teacher. That's their mentality. You know, but there's some teachers that do assign homework. And why And why is that? Why Why do you assign that homework? Um, text coming in at 22108. Um, text from the 623, my, uh, at the school, my kids go to, they are not doing homework. They're in school all day. They're not coming home to do more work. And that's just the way it is. I think it's ridiculous to get homework. Okay. I uh, text the 218. I have the mentality. If you don't get it done in class, then you have homework, but I teach high school. I don't think they'd get it back. I don't think I'd get the work back if I decide homework. <laughs> I mean, you're just <laughs> smart. <laughs> text the 480. My daughter's in preschool and she has homework. Oof. I just think that's way too early, man. Yeah, I do too. Oof. Text with the 480. My, uh, hey, Gunner, you're absolutely right. Each teacher is different. I have twin boys in fourth grade, and they don't have homework ever unless they don't finish their work. Text with the 847. I'm a first grade teacher, and we don't give homework. If we do, it's just 10 minutes of reading a day. See, and I do that anyways, but the problem is, is that Easton has so much homework now, I don't have time to read with him. Text with the 480. My wife's a fourth grade teacher. It does not... Uh, she does not believe in giving homework. She also believes that whatever work they need to get done uh, needs to be done in class. Uh, it takes the 847. Way too much work for kindergarten. Should be less than 30 minutes. Yeah. So wait till that homework that you're getting is taking you an hour. It's way too much is what they're saying. So the solution for me is hire a tutor. <laughs> got it. Or just don't do it. See what they're going to do. What are I'm you going to do? do that. <laughs> I am not going to do that. So I, I, I don't understand the the legacy thought process there of sending so much homework back. Are they? Tr- is it one of those things that obviously test scores are probably better coming out of legacy yeah. right? because of this homework? So is that what they're trying to do is got to keep those test scores high and show higher than other schools by assigning this homework? I mean, it is a charter school. And I knew that going into putting him into a charter school that the standards were probably going to be higher than, you know. Yeah. A public school, which is fine. That's what charter schools are for. I just didn't expect it to be so much. Yeah. And I just don't know what to do about it at this point. Uh, if you are a teacher and have a thought on this, we'd love to uh, see your text message. You can text us at 221. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All right, I want to get to some more of these texts coming in at 22108, uh, talking about homework. Cheyenne's uh, kiddo goes to a legacy school. Yes, he and does. Uh, he's in first grade. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Man. Uh, and he gets an hour of homework every single day. It's a lot. Okay, let's rephrase. We get an hour yeah, of we, homework yeah. every day. He's in kindergarten. So, of course, they're expecting the parents to kind of help out here. And I did see a text come in that says uh, they heard that legacy... Uh, teaches a grade ahead. Oh! Uh, Texas 623, I've heard the legacy teaches one year ahead. For example, first graders need to write in cursive, multiplication, and multiplication starts in first and second grade. Oh! So see, Ethan's oh, well, no, he's not working on multiplication yet. Never mind. No. But that's first okay. learning second grade, yeah. right? So a kindergarten, kind of, you know, learning what you would in first grade to try and give them an advantage, maybe? Well, I guess that makes sense then. As to why it's so difficult? Yeah. I'm you know, all for that. I don't have I don't have an issue with that. And based on what we're seeing, legacy it's part of the curriculum to assign homework, you know, and when I was in school growing up, it came down to the teacher. What teacher wanted to assign homework, what teacher did not. 
You know, and what is the mentality? I've never been a teacher. I've never, you know, I, I give teachers tons of credit for having as much patience as they do dealing yeah. with a lot of a lot of these kids in the classroom. Some kids are well behaved. Some kids aren't. You know, and you got to have patience. And you have to teach. And you have to teach. That's not easy. But some of you teachers, you assign homework. Why do you do that? What What is the mentality uh, behind it? Uh, text coming in at 22108. Text at the 602. All I remember about kindergarten was taking a nap and having fun. I'm 52. Season <laughs> doesn't get naps in, ki- in kindergarten. Because <laughs> he goes to legacy. No nap here. No. And I love it. I love Legacy. I'm just going to say that. There are people going after Legacy. There, there's people that are taking their kids out of Legacy because of the amount of homework. Um, text of the 602. My kids go to Legacy. They will be going to a different charter school this next school year because we literally spent about two hours on homework uh, every day. Yeah, it is. A little, I don't think I would be as stressed or frustrated if Easton like could read and co- could comprehend his homework by himself. Yeah. So that like while I'm working, like we can both sit at the table, I can do my work, he can do his work, and if he needs help, then I can help him. Text to the 480, my friend has a daughter that goes to a charter school. She felt like her daughter was spending too much time on homework. She asked the teacher if she could set a timer for 30 minutes, and whatever her daughter finished was what she did. Teacher was okay with that. Oh. So I'm curious now, what is the, what's the percentage of his grade that is homework then? Uh, I don't know. I'm have seeing to like, look at his report card. Uh, some people who do have homework, it says it's like 10% of the grade. So like, if they don't assign, worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just We're going to do this one piece of paper today. Ace everything you got going at school, Easton. We're going to forget about the homework. We'll take that 10% hit. <laughs> it's fine. Text of the 650. My granddaughter goes to a charter school. The teacher gave 60 pages, 60 pages of homework over Christmas vacation. Oof. That's a lot. I mean, I can't judge that too much. Easton went away for spring break and I sent him with like worksheets to do. Yeah, did you get them all done? Uh, I never got them back. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's not the point. Text the 480. Children need to be children, especially in this day and age. They are in a classroom doing work all day. Then they come home. It should be time for them to be a kid. Go outside and play. Making them work all day and all evening into into the night is just wrong in my opinion. It could make them hate school. Yeah, he's definitely not a fan right now. Text of the 480, it's, if it's an hour, is it a learning issue? Why is it taking an hour? Because there's six pages front and back of homework. Text of the 480, teacher here. Hi. Uh, <laughs> homework's supposed to be extra practice. Mine is not extensive and not mandatory, but recommended. Okay. Uh, text from the 480, as a 6 to 12 grade teacher, we are told by our admin that we have to assign homework and we are given a target amount of minutes each day per subject. So that comes down to the school. So I'm wondering, or, you know, the administrator. So like maybe the principal wants to make sure that they are looking good on the test scores. Oh, for sure. So the principal would be like, make sure you assign homework, make sure they're getting that extra practice because I'm going to keep my job. I'm going to be, my tenure here as a principal is going to be longer if these test scores are amazing. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. that may be part of it. You know, there's a lot of companies. They don't spend money because their overall bottom line will look better if they don't spend money. So same mentality with the school, with the principals, you know, send the kids home with homework. Test scores look better. Principal may get their bonus if they're bonus in schools. I have no idea. <laughs> I but I assume maybe that's what it is. You know, homework gets them uh, more prepared for test. Test scores go up. Legacy, maybe that's what they want. That's what they want their legacy to be, Cheyenne. <laughs> I see what you did there. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, every Thursday at about this time. We do Craigslist misconnections, which uh, misconnections are just that. You're out and about in public and you saw someone that you thought was attractive from across the aisle, from across the gas pump. And you didn't take that moment to go in there and introduce yourself and say, hey, I'm interested. You want to talk more? You want to go for some coffee? So then you start thinking about that the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month for the last six months. And then you finally get on a Craigslist misconnections, tell the story and hope the other person does the same thing and you reconnect. So that's kind of the uh, the gist of misconnections. And these uh, Craigslist misconnections pages have been around for years and years and years and years. <laughs> it goes back. So far back. Like you have to just forget that it even existed. Yeah. Every single time we do these, we get texts at 22108 saying, I can't believe misconnections is still a thing. Yeah. It's still around. And it provides us entertainment every Thursday. Absolutely does. <laughs> so here's some of these uh, posts on misconnections from right here in the Valley. Uh, out of Tempe, 
Kelly, a.k.a. Brooke, is the headline. Kelly, a.k.a. Brooke. Okay. Hey, I lost your number when my phone died. You are a tall blonde, just turned 31 in February. You told me you're a bartender and in school for cosmetology. You sent me a couple of your videos. Oh. Let's reconnect. What kind of videos? Yeah, what kind of videos? <laughs> Haircutting videos, maybe? Yeah. Or something naughty? Oh, I don't know. Neither does he because he doesn't have them anymore. <laughs> well, if you are the person, if you are Kelly or Brooke, somebody's looking for you, okay? Uh, senior man at Walmart oh. on Bethany Home. Had a short conversation with a gray-haired senior man at Walmart in the clothing section. You had said something uh, to me that I thought you were joking about, and I laughed it off. But now I can't stop thinking about what you told me. Mm. Uh, Maybe he was, like, throwing out a pickup line. Oh, 100%. Made her uncomfortable. I don't think it made her uncomfortable. She was just like, oh, ha-ha. But now she's like, oh, ha-ha. kept thinking about it. Thinking, like, yeah, that... She's thinking that, yeah, maybe that was a pickup line. And maybe I did lose out on this silver fox. (laughs) (laughs) So she's trying to reconnect (laughs) with that senior man. Uh, Here's another one. Blonde with glasses at the 99 cent store in Scottsdale. Post goes on to say, honestly, you took my breath away. I couldn't even think of anything to say to you. I'm sure you'll never see this, but I had to try. I was wearing black pants and a gray shirt. Tell me what you were wearing and maybe we can try again. That's sweet. Cute story, right? I like that. Not creepy at all. <laughs> Walmart on Arizona Avenue and 202 in Chandler. Okay. You were the couple looking at <gasps> knee braces. <gasps> Slender man, goth girl. We we offered some advice on wearing the brace. We would like to talk to you both again. <laughs> you were super nice and friendly. Hope the knee is doing better. <laughs> I'm mm. sure you would. <laughs> Slender man and goth girl. Sounds like a uh, Someone's su- looking for you. superhero duo. duo. <laughs> yeah, it does, though. It's the next Avengers movie coming out. Slender <laughs> man and goth girl. What would be their superpowers? <laughs> All right, oh, final man. one here. Okay. Uh, ER nurse is the headline. You were my cute ER nurse a few weeks ago. You said your mom has the same birthday as me. If that is you, hit me up. <laughs> So much detail, thank you. Yeah, you, well, <laughs> you think that you think that happens though, where you go into the ER and you end up making a connection. I'm know? sure it does. You're in a vulnerable situation, you know. You don't know what's going on with you, or you do. Maybe it's a broken bone or something like that. But then you get a phone number from going to the ER office. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I mean. Nurses, if they have good bedside manner, they'll really connect with you. Yeah. So maybe. Well, let's throw the question out there. Has this happened to you? Or do you know of this? Did a date ever come out of your visit to the ER? I'm curious where we're going with this one. I'm a little nervous, but I like it. Did a date ever come out of your visit to the ER? If you've got a story for us, you can share it with us by texting us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, has a date ever come out of your visit to the emergency room? This was a post on Craigslist Misconnection. Somebody was trying to reconnect with their ER nurse from a few weeks ago. <laughs> and it, I'm kind of curious. Like, has a date ever resulted in that? You know, you go to the ER for a reason. You're sick. Something's going on. Some kind of an emergency situation. But then while you're there, all drugged up and being catered to or attended to, <laughs> I guess would be the better word. Attended to. Um, yes. You know, you get a look at her. And you think, man, she's cute. And then maybe you'd maybe ask her number right then and there, or maybe you go to Miss Connections and hope a, and, and and to make that connection. But you know, it, it kind I kind of got curious. You know, has that happened? Has a a date resulted after a visit to the ER? Um, and the answer to that question is yes, Cheyenne. I um, I knew there had to be stories out there. <laughs> texts are coming in at two two one zero eight. Text the four eight zero. A friend of mine was in the ER after a domestic violence incident. Ooh. The intern doctor who saved her life is now her husband. Oh, I love that. That's cool. I love the end of the story, but isn't there like some sort of a um, a rule against dating patients? I don't have an answer to that. I don't. Hmm. I don't know if they're not like your regular patient. Like if it's your if it's not your primary care doctor. 
and yeah. your your care with them is done, then I don't see why there should be an issue with that. I, know, I just thought there was like a rule, like uh, I think like, it's yeah, an I ethical guess, thing. Yeah, is it? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a rule, like a law against it. I just think that professionalism tells us that that's probably not the yeah. best idea. Check to the four hundred five. I was a nurse on the uh, ortho floor. It's the ortho. Orthopedics. Okay. And had a doctor as a patient. He got my number and asked me to a cocktail party. Ooh. The dynamics were different outside of the hospital and it did not work. Oh, that's a bummer. That sucks. I always hate when that happens. Text with the 480. My father-in-law was in the hospital in Sioux Falls, South Dakota many years ago. And his nurse really thought he was handsome and she bought him some cologne. Ooh. And then when she found out he lived here in Arizona, she almost became obsessed with him. Ah. You could say that she ended up moving out here and everything to be near him. But yes, they did go on a couple of dates before she moved out here. Just a couple. And then she packed up all her stuff and came down. I don't blame her. I mean, who wants to live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota when you live here? I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's a valid point. <laughs> so that answers our question, Cheyenne. I do see a lot of stories coming in. It does happen. And it does you know? work out, which is great. I guess. I mean, when you're in the ER, there's a lot going on, right? I'm sure you have long days uh-huh. and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe sometimes there's some eye candy that kind of rolls through there and you seize the opportunity, Cheyenne. You're too busy to be on the dating app, so you take that opportunity when it's right there in front of you. I can't blame the nurses and when, the doctors. I really can't. When, I get it. When that person's all tied up to tubes and they can't run anywhere. <laughs> gotcha. Where are you going now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Details on how to win some Country Thunder tickets coming up next here on Camel Country. I was down with the boys catching up and I need- Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. I think, for the most part, everybody is a fan of brunch, right? Yeah. All right, breakfast foods, go out to a restaurant. Maybe it's the environment that you enjoy uh, with brunch. Maybe it's conversation with friends. Maybe it's the bottomless mimosas. That's me. That's Hi. <laughs> yep, that, that's why I love brunch. <laughs> Came across this list and I, of uh, the 20, 2023's best cities for brunch. Okay. And I am very disappointed with where Phoenix fell on this list. Oh, Phoenix is all the way down at number 25. Oh, wow. On the best cities for brunch. Number one is New York City. Number, uh, Seattle is, is above us at number 12. What? Okay. And I grew up in Seattle. Brunch just was not a thing. I mean, granted, I, you know, I'm, I didn't grow up in downtown Seattle. I, you yeah. know, I don't know what the uh, the geographical area is of Seattle that they're referring to uh, that puts it at number 12. But I just don't remember brunch being a thing up there in the Pacific Northwest. No. Growing up. I always thought, up until like maybe two years ago, I thought brunch was like an old people thing. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not not even joking you. I thought older people did brunch. Yeah, rolling out of bed, 10 o'clock, you yeah. know, going to, going to brunch. It wasn't an early bird like a- gets the worm. It was, we'll get up and get around and go and have brunch. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just how I grew up thinking brunch yeah. was. Yeah, I uh, probably the same way, yeah. I think, with me. Because uh, I never had a, a motivation or an itch or, or a friend that invited us, like that said, "Hey, let's go to brunch." Right. Never happened growing up, but here it happens all the time. You know, I mean, I live out in East Mesa. I've got five, five brunch spots within a few blocks of my house. Yeah, East Mesa has a ton of brunch spots. The house I grew up in, Kent, Washington, even to this day, not one within like a ten mile radius of my parents' house. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's weird though. It is very weird. I feel like brunch has really hit its stride because mimosas have been come. They've been be, they're in their decade. Mimosas are living their best decade right now. Phoenix number twenty five, Tempe number twenty seven, Scottsdale way down at number fifty six on what? the best cities for brunch. And you would think that uh, what's got you know Old Town Scottsdale kind of that that area yeah. down there is a lot of brunch spots. You know, you think it would be even higher than uh, Phoenix is at number twenty five. That's interesting. I don't know if I agree with this list. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree at all. I think Phoenix needs to be a little bit higher. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm kind of curious, though. With all the brunch spots that are around us, there's lots. Like I said, there's five within a few blocks of my house out in East Mesa. What is your favorite brunch spot and why? Why do you go there? You know, is it the, is it is it Hash Kitchen? Yes. Is it, where they got the DJ in there? Yes. And uh, it's very loud. You can barely talk. And they've got the Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. Yep. Is it that? Is that what makes it your favorite brunch spot? Or do you like uh, Brunch Snob over in Tempe, where it's bottomless mimosas? <laughs> That's Hi, you. me. Yeah, me again. 
That's where I that's where I had brunch before taking an Uber to the hot tub store and ending up with a hot tub. That <laughs> makes so after much the, sense. After them bottomless mimosas, you know? Yeah. So what is your favorite brunch spot and why? Right here in the valley. What is it? You can text us at 22. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. A place for brunch right here in the valley. A lot of good places, Cheyenne, and you know, I, I, we discussed it earlier. There's that list of 2023's best cities for brunch lovers. Phoenix Falls at number 20, 25. Don't agree with that one bit. I feel, I feel like some of these lists, they just put like a bunch of city names into a hat and just kind of draw them out, put them in order, and just kind of call it a list. You Sometimes know? it does feel like that, yeah. 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 But uh, just the amount of brunch spots we have here in the Valley of the Sun. You know, what is your favorite spot to go to? I think me personally, uh, just because I got so many great memories and stories from it, would be Brunch Snob out in Tempe. You know, bottomless mimosas, jumping in an Uber, heading to the hot tub store to see what kind of sales they got going on and being talked easily into <laughs> buying a hot tub. You know, that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. True story. You know, and there's other places that have bottomless mimosas, you know, and I, I, I just love to drink mimosas and that's my thing. That's my go-to thing. So if I end up trying to go to a brunch spot, that does not have a bar and all I can have is a glass of orange juice with my brunch or with my uh, breakfast food. No. <laughs> You're going to fall to the bottom of the list. Why <laughs> don't you coming have a- back here? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm coming back here. <laughs> I mean, food was good, but no, I ain't coming back here. Yeah. You know, but uh, and there's, there are those places and I'm sure they're good. You know, Matt's Big Breakfast right downtown here. Oh. Uh, that's a Guy Fieri uh, thing. He showed up in, uh, I think, Diners, di- Drive-Ins and Dives or something yes. like that. Uh, that show was that restaurant was featured on that show. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, went there for breakfast. It was great. It was great. I love it. I think it's so good. Fresh squeezed orange juice, but you know what would have made that one better? If it had champagne in there. Yeah, there'd be champagne in there. <laughs> Actually, a lot of champagne. A lot of and, champagne. And just a little uh, eyedropper <laughs> of orange juice. <laughs> you know, and then you got snooze right down there. There's a lot of there's uh-huh. a lot of brunch spots right here downtown and all over the valley. And I got five within a couple blocks of my house. They're just all over the place. So what is your favorite? Which one is your favorite and why? Uh, a lot of texts coming in for Wrigley Mansion. I've yet to be there for brunch. Uh, I have not even heard of that. Where's that at? Uh, Wrigley Mansion. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at it. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I typically go to brunch on Fridays. So if if this is one of these brunch spots that are only open Saturday and Sunday mornings, typically I'll never be able to check them out because, you know. Uh, Once he goes home, he's not leaving. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> No, it's after work, typically. I mean, this month's been busy. We've been uh, doing, you know, 30 Days of Thunder with Gila, so uh-huh. I've been able to do my normal Friday routine of going to brunch with my wife and just getting trashed, you know, but that'll come after Country <laughs> Thunder, Cheyenne. We'll get, back, we'll get back on schedule. Oh, good. I'm glad you'll get back on schedule. Uh, let's see. Some of the other texts coming in at 2-2 want to wait. First Watch? First Watch is good. I do like First Watch. They give you the, uh, they don't have the bottomless mimosas, but they do have the individual bottles of champagne. I do like that. And then, yeah, you can kind of control your pour yeah. a little bit. Which is nice, especially for you when you like just a little bit of orange juice. That's right. Just a little splash. <laughs> uh, text to the 480, Morning Glory Cafe on okay. South Mountain and 32nd. Uh, best and freshest food you could ever eat. Ooh. And the morning cocktails are to die for. Ooh. I like that. I like a good mimosa flight. I don't need the yeah. bottomless, but I like a good flight. Yeah, but the thing about some of those flights, though, you can't... There's something like um, Hash Kitchen. They don't let you change out the flavors. Yeah. So if you don't like the pineapple one, you got to kind of suffer through it. Or the shot. <laughs> you do. You My wife hates it. pineapples. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, but she likes the rest of them. So, uh-huh. so she, her plan when we sit down and have that flight is that she... Pounds the uh, the pineapple one first while plugging her nose, <laughs> oh and then gosh. she goes to the other ones to wash out the yeah. taste of the pineapple. Oh one. my goodness! You know? uh, text the four eight zero sandbar. Uh, they've got bottomless mimosas and a loud party vibe. I didn't know they had brunch it at says, Sandbar. It says kid free. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Are either. you sure? Because I've taken I've taken East well, to no, the Sandbar. Maybe the brunch is kid free. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Text the 480. Scott's Generations on 7th and Glendale. Great environment and the staff. Uh, great environment and staff and the food is unbelievable. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.